Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and this time I'm going to be doing a slightly different format. Since we're approaching and around that New Year's period, I wanted to take some time to reflect on last year and to look forward to what's going to happen in 2023. And rather than do this just by myself, I actually wanted to share this with the Fluent in Three Months team. So I'm going to hand it over to them and then I'll wrap it up with my own conclusions. Let's see what several team members have to think about their 2022 and what kind of reflections they have about this year. Hello, my name is David. I am head of operations at Fluent in Three Months which means I work behind the scenes. You won't see much directly of me or hear much directly from me, but there's not much that happens at Fluent in three months that doesn't have my fingerprints, at least a little touch of fingerprints of mine on it somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm involved in a lot of what we do and I make sure things run smoothly behind the scenes. So what have I covered or learned in relation to learning in 2022? One of the most interesting and helpful things I've done this year for my learning and for my thinking about learning is taking a course by Anthony Mativia called Read with Momentum. Anthony's the founder of the Magnetic Memory Method and you can read a review of that method on our website. It's something that many of us find really useful in, in learning. His Read with Momentum course is not specifically about memory it's connected to memory it's it's about reading <laughs> that's probably that probably makes sense from the title and it's it's about the idea that we all want to read or many of us who, who enjoy reading there are, there are so many books we want to read and it feels like there's not enough time in a day or in a week or in a month or a year or a lifetime to read them all and read with momentum is about addressing that question and so I wanted to talk about one of the concepts that I found really useful from that course and Anthony talks about how learning and this can apply to any kind of learning including language learning is like a hydra so a hydra is the one of the beasts from mythology I think Greek mythology and it has multiple heads so if you're if you're a, a hero fighting this monster and you cut one of the heads off this beast then two heads grow back so I, I, every time you think you're winning it gets worse and that <laughs> that can be the the same with knowledge like every new thing you learn you realize how much you don't know and how much more there is to learn so what's the solution or what's the way forward and it's so easy to get lost and overwhelmed in your learning when you feel like every step forward feels like a step backwards. There's a there's a name in that in language learning called the intermediate plateau. You feel like you're not getting anywhere. But it can it can happen to beginners as well. It can happen to advanced learners. It's it's just the nature of learning that when you learn something new, it opens up Pandora's box. Tease another mythological image. It opens up a whole new other loads of things to think about. So Anthony's guidance on this, and I found this really helpful, is when you want to explore a new topic, and this this could also be a new language or a new area of language. So if you wanted to improve your grammar skills or your speaking skills or your listening skills, is to get get a a guidebook that's a kind of a, a guidebook, yeah, a, a roadmap. So to look for the book in that area that covers a lot of ground this is kind of a broad overview of the area um, and not to assume that that's the same book for everybody 
So for one person, a school textbook, a dry textbook might be helpful. They might in appreciate the, the way it's structured and the way that you can work through it. So a university or school textbook might work for them. For another person, I'm more this kind of learner. I want um, an, an, a book that is, well, this is what I found that I like. I like a book that's really well referenced, but that's also a really engaging story and a story well told. And then that gives me other opportunities and, and places to explore. So it, it, it is the Hydra. <laughs> you learn all this stuff and it opens up other stuff to explore. But because you've got a roadmap and, and an overview of of the topic, you, you've got a way to prioritize and think about where to go next rather than being pulled in every different direction so you can create your own roadmap. And that's one of the things I've really appreciated about supporting language learners at Fluent in three months is there are obviously thousands, millions of people who learn languages in academic contexts and at universities and, and that's that's valid and that works for a lot of people and what we do is give people who learn differently to that or who who who, who like that way of learning and want to learn in another way as well different tools for learning and a different roadmap and a different style of learning that works for them and that's why we came up with the fluent in three month boot camp so that people who want to have a roadmap and a way forward for language learning where the focus is on speaking, so getting that skill of having real conversations. We wanted to give people a a way to get there based on the years of experience we have working with students and what works best. And so, <laughs> yeah, so for the year ahead, I'm excited to learn from the boot camp and see what we discover from it. We have built a lot of systems of feedback into the boot camp, so we're going to be continually learning what works best for particular individuals and for our students in general and refining it to make it even better and better. So that's what I'm looking forward to in the year ahead. Hi everyone, it's Alice. Um, you might have heard my name in the credits of the podcast or seen it on the Fluent in Three Months blog. I'm very happy to come here and share my reflection and resolutions. Hopefully sharing them with you will make me more accountable and more likely to actually achieve them. I'd like to start by saying that I finally understood that I gave myself too many excuses in 2022. I have to be very honest about it. I sat down at some point at the end of December in 2022 um, and my goal in that year had been to start learning Portuguese and become conversational in Portuguese. As you would guess, uh, it hasn't happened. And as I was sitting down and reflecting upon that, I realized I work with Benny and it's not possible. I've been giving myself all these excuses this year. I have no time. I study. I work too much. I don't have the time to learn Portuguese. But if anyone's familiar with uh, Benny's webinars, so many of them are focused on busting language learning myths. And all the excuses I've given myself this year are exactly those language learning myths. So... I, when I was sitting down and I realized that, I said, okay, there's no excuse for me in 2023 to not learn a language. Um, and in my case, it's Portuguese. So what I want to do in 2023 is become conversational in Portuguese. So I think the biggest change between 2022 and 2023 is I actually now have concrete motivation to learn Portuguese. Um, I have family living in Porto, Portugal. Uh, I'd like to I'd like to go visit them. This year I'm going to make it concrete. I have a trip planned there in March. So my 
goal by then is to be able to understand most conversations. Um, so again, if you're familiar with Benny's method, um, he has this vocab vault, uh, we call it technique, that is basically you create your own phrase books and they're going to be way more useful for you than any other generic phrase book because um, you have to gather together everything you would, well, not everything, but depending on your level, um, the useful phrases and words you know you personally would use. So that might be related to your life or to what you're going to do. And um, I'm definitely planning on creating one of those vocab vaults, which is basically a personal phrase book um, for my upcoming trip. And uh, as for the products or resources I'm going to use, I've always been a big one for books, podcasts, TV shows. So anything that isn't actually structured as a language learning resource. Um, I learned Spanish and English when I moved to the Dominican Republic at the age of 13. And I just had very, like the absolute basics in both languages. But um, I was put into a bilingual Spanish and English school. So I was directly thrust into both languages. And I didn't have any textbooks for conjugation or um, grammar. I had to learn everything from conversations, from actual interactions. So I've always been a big supporter of immersion. And um, this is what I want to put myself through this year as well. So yeah, podcasts, um, music as well, because music is so catchy and it's a great way to start on my pronunciation. Now, I know my struggle is mostly with accountability, with following through with my resolutions. Um, but this year I've taken up something that I think is quite important um, for my personal development, and that is journaling. Um, so journaling every day will help me be accountable. I will be able to track my development and my learning. So I hope to be able to say every day, oh, I've done something in Portuguese. I've listened to this podcast in Portuguese or I've watched this movie in Portuguese. Um, and then be able at the end of each month to kind of assess my progress. And since I have a goal in mind that is March, I need, I will go to Portugal in March it's already easier to um, see the end of the tunnel. Um, that's it for me. I hope it's given you ideas for your own language learning in 2023. Now I'm going to pass on the mic to Elizabeth, which you know because she's one of Benny's co-hosts of the podcast. Hello, this is my recording for the New Year's episode. Do I have any plans for learning a new language in 2023? At this point, I don't, but... If something came up where I felt that learning a new language in 2023 would be a great idea, I absolutely would jump on it. What I'm currently working on is learning how to write a book in 100 days. So that's my focus. That's kind of like my new language learning, learning how to market a book because I'm going to be self-publishing. It's a new project for me that I'm really excited about. In terms of languages, I will be continuing to focus on my Spanish and my French throughout 2023. Fluent in Three Months is launching a new product called the Fluent in Three Months Bootcamp. I have not been part of the development for this product, so I'm super excited. This is going to be a grand surprise, the big grand opening in January, and I am going to be joining. I want to be a part of the party, so I'm going to be doing that 
and I will probably be focusing on my Spanish in the Flown in Three Months Bootcamp because I'd like to strengthen my Spanish. I currently have a French literature discussion group and a number of um, French, <clears throat> pardon me, exchange um, friends, French language exchange partners. So I don't think I'll be doing French for that, but I will be in the Spanish section of that new and exciting, the Fluent in Three Months Bootcamp. I can't wait. The biggest new thing that I'm excited for is the idea of doing it now. I'm using this as a theme. I think I read about this in Honorary Quarter's book, Prosperity for Writers, but it absolutely translates to language learning. My example that happened recently was I had a start date for writing my book in 100 days on November 1st, and I made that start date on October 15th, and then I was like, you know, maybe I'll just, well, why don't I just start writing now and see if I can, you know, create the routine. Maybe it's only 15 minutes a day. And I've just been off and going. By the time my official start date happened, I had two weeks of writing under my belt. So I felt like the success just was snowballing into something bigger and bigger and much easier to push through the difficult days. I think that this can translate into language learning. So if you're thinking about learning Swahili on January 1st, why not dip your toe in it on December 20th? Why not learn one word a day or find one song that you might want to look into. It's the do it now idea for me is quite powerful because if January 1st is your start date, great. But what if you had 10 days of like a head start? You would be way ahead of the curve. I think that's it. I wish every single one of our listeners the most prosperous, peaceful, joyful, present-minded year for 2023. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be free. Hi, Ashley here, and I'm happy to share for this year's holiday episode. Uh, what learning techniques have I discovered in 2022? I'm, I've always been a really regimented person, so I've always been really good about planning my calendars and having my list to strike off items and get that endorphin rush as I do, and that's always given me a great sense of accomplishment. Um, 2022 kind of steered me in a different direction. I've always been really good at having those lists and organizing my learning plans. Um, but 2022 taught me that a great technique is giving myself grace within those plans. And if I do have a calendar that I'm sticking to, not to see it as a sense of failing if I don't necessarily hit my goal for that day. Um, and, and that's been great because it's taught me that I'm not falling off the plan and it's not an all or nothing approach, which I think is really important when you're learning something new and something that we can get lost in as adults, especially. I would say the hardest but very important decision that I've had to make this this past year was prioritizing myself. Um, like I said, and, and I'll just continue to go back to because it's our reality right now. Um, being a working parent and having kids that are, you know, under the age of five, not not quite school age or just entering into those few hours a day of preschool care, um, it's a lot and you do have to give yourself grace. But I think the message that gets lost a lot, um, especially in certain cultures, it's not prioritizing yourself and your own care and um, your own interests and endeavors in learning. 
So that was really important to me this year. And, um, it took a few months after having my son to, to realize you cannot pour from an empty cup and, and people say that a lot and we just keep plugging along and our, our bodies and our minds have a way of telling us to slow down. And for me, it's just been really important this year to not let myself get to that point where your body is going to tell you to slow down before you learn to slow down yourself. Um, so that would be my biggest takeaway and important message, I think, for everybody, not not just parents, um, but just take the time to slow down and take the time to prioritize things that are important to you. And of course, that will mean people, but include it in those people, it should be yourself. Um, so that feeds into making resolutions for the next year. And for me, it's more than just making a resolution. Um, that will mark the beginning of a new year, but for it to be an ongoing journey. So for me personally, when I look back on 2022, I think of it as a very successful year because I had taken several years, not just because of the pandemic, but because of personal issues where I wasn't really using my languages at all. And this year I got to not only travel to different countries, but really start to either immerse myself or relearn five different languages. So I consider it a huge success. I got to practice both my Spanish and my Portuguese, each one for three months in the countries and push them back up to the levels that I was happiest with them. And I got to begin reactivating my Thai ahead of going to Thailand now shortly. And I got to reactivate my German because I was speaking a little German at the start of the year and I'll be speaking plenty at the end of the year. So overall, a huge success for me. And I've also uh, taken this year to finally get my momentum back with flashcards because that had been something I've been dipping in and out of uh, in recent years. And it only really works if you're doing it every day consistently. So I finally got that consistency back up again. I'm, I'm very, very happy with how it's all turned out. So 2022 has been a successful year for me. And as for 2023, I am very optimistic. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, of course, be beginning the year in Germany and then right after that in Thailand. But after that, I'm not quite sure where my travels are going to take me. I'm still completely nomadic and I don't have anywhere in particular I'm basing myself. Um, I'm potentially going to be in Asia for the first chunk of the year, but that could change. So I still have to decide which languages I'm ultimately uh, dipping in and out of. But what I may finally be ready for is a true Fluent in Three Months project. I knew I wasn't potentially going to be doing that in 2022 because I wanted to get my momentum back and to initially return to the nomadic life. But I'm going to finally see, is this the year that I'm ready to intensively for three months essentially have a full-time job of learning a brand new language? And I'm going to try and decide that in the next couple of months. And if I do, you will, of course, be hearing about it from me right here. And it's been a big motivation for me to get back into travels again that I did in 2022. So that's going to absolutely continue to be the theme in 2023. It just drives my language learning so much that I can be in the countries experiencing the languages with people. So I'm super excited about that. So yeah, that's been the uh, summary from me and the team of looking back and looking forward. I hope you've enjoyed this. 
I hope you'll continue to listen to the Language Hacking Podcast in 2023. And always feel free to reach out to us on social media and let us know how you've been enjoying the podcast. And until the next time, I wish you all a very happy language learning. Happy 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave us a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Alice Semino, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. The theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening and happy language learning.